you're a fucking monster, dude. Literally, you're a fucking animal. You're amazing. <sighs> Fuck yeah. And she always is growling. Shelby Carter is forever fucking growling. Today's podcast is brought to you by one of the absolute best real estate agents in the Cleveland market, Tom Sugar with Howard Hanna Real Estate. Tom's here to help you understand the home buying and selling process. Um, he's here to ensure that you're also always going to get the best price, whether you're buying a home or whether you're selling a home, and his customer service skills are top notch. Give Tom a call at 216-406-2841. That's 216-406-2841. You can call or text him or visit his website, SugSells.com, S-H-U-G-S-E-L-L-S.com. Visit Tom Sugar, everybody. He is the best. Thank you for inviting us here. I fucking think it's sweet, just like my sunglasses. Just like your sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, I do thought, you actually like them? You know, so before we started this podcast, guys, I put these on, and Shelby looked at me, smiled, and then didn't say anything. And I was a little offended, so I was, I'm insecure about these glasses a little bit, but I think I look pretty good. I think they fit your vibe perfectly. What's my vibe? I think we should leave that open to interpretation. That's not a good answer. <laughs> That's not, I, don't, I don't even know if I want to hear the answer. So everybody... Rockstar. Shelby Carter today. She is a musical artist. She's a songwriter. She's a singer. She really does a little bit of everything. And she looks hot as fuck. Thank you, darling. Look at your outfit. Thank you. Did you wear this especially for this podcast? Like, were you thinking about that? Yeah, usually, you know, if I wake up, I'm not doing my hair and makeup unless I feel like I'm going to be... Well, even then, I I don't really wear my hair and makeup, but I just thought... didn't feel like doing my hair, so I threw on a bandana. And then my best friend just helped me pick out this outfit while I... Because I didn't know what to do. I, I actually had her pick it out for me. I actually like the bandana look. Not everybody can pull it off, though, you know? You have mm. the perfect size head for that. Yeah. Right? I got a big head. Mm, it's pretty medium. Medium? Yeah. Yours is more big, right? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, it's proportionate for your body. It definitely is bigger. I wanted to kind of start at the top. I wanted to hear about your childhood a little bit here. Okay. And then, but more so, I'm really digging it, like, how you got into music, right? So, like, you know, I want to hear about your family life and stuff like that, but what I'm really going for here is I want to hear you dive into, like, where did this passion kick off? I did move around like every year of my life, like every year was a different place. I was an only child growing up before I had my family I had adopted all my sisters. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, I didn't like being an only child. I wasn't, I wasn't meant to be. My mom had like 17 miscarriages. Whoa. Yeah, so they tried, but um, I was the lucky one, I guess. But we moved around a lot. Swimmer, dude. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Must be the fastest. <laughs> The star of the show. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up? Like, what city was that in? Uh, I moved around every year. Oh. So one year was Twin Palms, another year was Virginia, another year was Hawaii, uh, Korea. Like, we just, I just moved around every single year. 
I went to 13 different schools growing up. But one thing that we did have in common was with all the places was that my parents put me in like these little acting playhouses and music lessons because I, I really wanted to learn music and music has always been my passion. That was basically how I got started, I guess. And How old were you like the first time you did like a musical lesson? Whether it was like singing lesson, is that what it was, like a singing lesson? Mm-hmm. I think it was probably nine. Yeah, I took opera. Can you sing opera? No. Why not? I didn't really like it. I mean, I know I really I really appreciate opera. I would love to go see an opera, but I don't think that my voice is really like a opera type voice. Though I, I I'm sure I could have trained it to be, but I mean, I don't know anything really about music, and I won't pretend that I do. But when I've listened to your music, I mean, I'm not gonna say we haven't. We'll I'll jam out to you sometimes, dude. Like, I, I swear to God, you put on no hesitation, I could probably sing three quarters of the song without fucking up Really? I swear to God. Wow. 100%. I, you want to test it? All right. Fine. Let's do it. <laughs> I actually get I get pretty uh, impressed and excited. Because no, I, I, I'd be... When we, when we first met you, Shelby, you got to remember, like, you know, it's Los Angeles. And what we've learned about Los Angeles very quickly is, like, People say they can do all these amazing things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, when you hear somebody that can actually sing, that's different. Like, even when we were hanging out the last time, it was like, that's when we started listening to your, your music. And I think On My Sleeve, mm -hmm. another one that you've got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. You're in one of my things. I will screenshot it and send it to you the other day, actually. You're in my, you're in my, you're in my Spotify list. Hell yeah. I really appreciate that. I, um, I get pretty excited when... Like, I'll play my songs, and then my friends, like, will sing along to every word. Or, like, they'll just be walking by me, and they'll be singing one of my songs because it's stuck in their head. And it makes me feel, like, that's stoked, like I'm doing it, right? you do it, though, right? Like, let me ask you something. If you did all this cool work, and I talk about this even now. Yeah. But you do all this cool stuff, you're crushing it, you're making cool music. But, like, none of this is all, none of this is as fulfilling without all those people around you being, like, go Shelby. Right or cheering you on in the sense of like it being rewarding. Uh, well, I mean, uh, there wasn't a time. There was a time where people weren't really cheering me on. There was definitely a time where, like, nobody around me believed in me, okay. and so. But that's the thing about music is like, I do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a natural thing. I'm always writing. I'm always playing like guitar, or I'm like, you know, I, I just I have this urge in me that. No matter if I was being supported or not, I'm still doing it. There was time that, like, a lot of my friends didn't believe in me, but not because of, not because they didn't know my skill set, but because I was too shy to share it at one point too. That's cool that you're honest about that, though. Yeah, it's really cool to, you know, recently within the past year, I've been having really good feedback on my music. But you know, like, you start somewhere, right? pretty sure my stuff was like whatever when I started and it's getting better but I don't think that it's the best it could be yet you know the best is yet to come for I sure mean, I think when you're in anything where you're music obviously podcasting is way different and it's way easier right because I mean if you have the ability to have a conversation with someone chances are pretty good you can start a podcast true most people can't just go out and sing you know so like even for us it's like I look at some of my like and we're still early in this but like I've looked at like some of my first two videos and stuff and the audio and all that stuff, it sucks. You know? 
And, like, now you, like, as you get better and you, like, I like it when I get constructive criticism. Yeah, me too. Because, like, I can't, I can't move forward with it. And if you can't take it, then, you, and if you always think you're the shit or whatever, like, you're just never going to move anywhere. You're never going to grow. I, I really like constructive con- criticism too. Even though I only have, like, I have made over 150 songs. I'm still, like, I just made three last night. I was up until 6 a.m recording in that booth last night doing my shit yeah i've realized that i'm making so many songs and so many different styles that i like constructive criticism because there's so many different things that when somebody says they don't like a song it doesn't really bother me because i'm like okay i got like a hundred other songs that are different it really depends on the listener you're never gonna be able to please everybody and that's the other side of it too like there's i love your music i really do i think you have a beautiful voice you know, and I think that you're somebody that you would get excited to hear an album from because you'd be interested in the different spaces that you take your music, right? You're not one-dimensional. Yeah. So I think that that's really important, but I think it's really cool to hear that you're not somebody who is straying away from constructive criticism or is like, I'm the best at everything, I can't handle that. Like, you seem to take that pretty well, which is cool. Yeah. Are you, um, you going to write a song about me? Is that why you're up so late? Well, I wasn't thinking about it, but now that I think about it, maybe. I might write a song about how those glasses fit your vibe. These are... I am just, like, want to know what my vibe is, and I don't care about anybody's opinion but yours right now. So, like, can you please just give me a little insight as to what my vibe is? I'd say that it's, uh... Let me think about that and get back to you. Okay. <laughs> is that the rule on this podcast? Be no, nice and no cursing. Know. No, no, it's be honest. You know what I mean? Rather mm-hmm. than be nice. So, like, mm-hmm. I'd rather have you say, you know, you look like a fucking idiot than lie to me and be like, no, man, you look really good at this. No, you I know what? Like, I like the vibe. I like the, I like the vibe of the glasses. I like the outfit. And I asked Shelby if I could borrow a pair of her shoes, and she didn't have any extra pairs of those. No, nor were you even my size. I have a really small penis, so that probably is probably would have fit me. My shoe size is like a six women's, I think. Wow, me too. Um, Willing to prove that? Yeah, I I can prove that. Stand up. Not on camera. I'm not whipping my dick out on camera. After this, I'll whip my dick out. I don't care. (laughs) Um, I don't want it if it's not on camera. (laughs) All right, jeez, got it. I'm going to stand up here in a second. Um... That's actually a great segue. So, like, sex appeal. How important is that to you? It's are sexy. I mean, let's just be real. Like Thank you. And let's all be real. Shelby knows she's fucking hot. And that's even better. So, and I think that, like, plays on, like, your attitude, which is, like... Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's just your style, right? It's your vibe. Yeah. And I like that. So, how important is sex appeal to you, and why is it? I love feeling sexy, and that's totally, like, I, I guess that is one of the, a very important thing to me. I'm very comfortable in my skin. I feel like the less clothes I wear, the better I look. I also love it when other girls love to look hot, you know? Like, okay, for an example, we had some friends over the other night, and one of our friends has, like, this hot girlfriend, but she's always dressed in boy clothes, and she had, like, told him, she's like, I don't want to make, like, other girls uncomfortable. He's like, no, you don't get it. These girls are hot. They love looking hot, and they love other girls coming around wearing whatever the fuck they want. 
that makes them comfortable and looking hot, you know? We love hot girls. <laughs> and it's really all like what's inside too. Like, I mean, if you feel sexy, you're gonna you're gonna emulate that. I've had times Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you know what I think? That's a, such Shelby. That's fucking an awesome point. And why that's awesome too is because, um, for your like mental psyche, right? When, yeah. It's probably almost better sometimes when you hear how sexy you are from another chick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like when a chick tells me I smell good, I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, like, I do. You know, like I yeah. smell good for this. Well, you know, I just don't. I know that there's like a lot of other girls that feel insecure by another one like another woman looking hot i don't know i just don't think that that's the right mentality to have i think everyone is to each their own so whatever makes them comfortable i used to be super super insecure when i was younger even in high school like i don't even i can't imagine you being insecure that is unreal to me you've been insecure in your life there so there was a year just knowing you the, as much as i do which is not a lot guys but enough to like i've never seen you in like a yeah well i you know I moved around every single year, so I feel like there was different sides of my personality that would come out. One year in particular, I was so shy, I didn't say a word. People would say hi to me, and I would like put my head down and run the other way. Freaking the teacher would call on me in class, and I would just start crying because I was so scared about me answering and like how other people thought about it. I felt so fucking trapped in my mind. You know, I just moved the next year and then I was like, you know what? I have to keep reinventing myself. I'm just gonna start feeling like life is a fucking video game. I'm gonna do and say whatever the fuck I want. And because I'm moving next year, it doesn't even matter. Then at one point I just like grew some balls and I just started being so brutally honest, so brutally like myself and crazy just saying or doing whatever the fuck I wanted and you'd be surprised how much people like accepted you you know they're like she's crazy but you know we like it when the mask comes off and it's not like the mask is meant to be like um, like a bad thing you'd be surprised when the mask comes off it's crazy to feel like you have to you looked back at all those times that you felt like you had to censor yourself right. and they were all just like a waste of time for nothing I, I feel the same way because I for me, in the last year and a half, the mask has come off, mm -hmm. right? Like, I would never be doing this. I was, like, wait, working a 9-to-5 job, secure life, you know, like, the easy way. Yeah. Sense? Like, and I always describe it that way, too, now. I could, anyone could go get a 9-to-5 job and just be like, you know what? I'm going to settle. This is it, right? Like, we could all go be an accountant somewhere. We could all work at a car dealership somewhere. Make 120, 150 grand a year at the end of the day live somewhat comfortably and be happy but it's like there's so much more out there yeah and I, that to me is what drives me crazy because I, I couldn't do it i just couldn't do it i yeah i feel that and you know what it's i'm actually like i do sometimes have the, those little parts of me you know when i was younger where i get shy i don't like being on camera i get a little insecure at one point like I had to make a decision like, am I going to go to college and work for somebody else? Or, I mean, deep down, I always knew what I was meant to do. If I was sent to this earth to do music, which I truly believe I was, I've been doing that shit for a long time. I've been writing poems for a long time. I've always been singing. It's always been like a, a big passion of mine. And, I, and in my heart, I had a burning desire of that. And... Um, even if I don't succeed, I'd like to go out knowing that 
I did what I was sent to this earth to do, you know, instead of working nine to five and then always thinking about, oh, what if I just like, what if I just jumped the gun and did the music thing, huh? Leaving something, like when you die, right? Yeah. Hopefully it's not anytime soon, but you're leaving something here. You're leaving, you know, whether it's the biggest legacy or you don't see it as a big legacy or whatever it is, you're leaving something on this earth that is, will be around forever. And that's your music, right? Yeah. Especially in the digital age right now, I mean, 200 years from now, Theoretically, someone would be like, oh, dude, you listen to the song from Shelby Carter back in fucking 2022? I don't think it's about that, though. You you know, um, what's that really what's that really popular artist that did Starry, Starry Night? Starry, Starry Night, written in pictures, written days. Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, the yeah. thing that was so special about Vincent Van Gogh was that he was an artist not because other people were looking, you know? I mean, his art didn't become a success until after he died. But it was just that he did it anyway because it was something that moved him, something that was like something inside. And I, I think that's really important is that I don't do this for other people to accept me or deny me or judge me. Like I could give a fuck what you think because I'm gonna be doing this she cares what in I a think. dark room with no when when no one's looking and I'll be doing it on a stage, you know, with everybody looking. That's what's so special about true artists. I got you. So you're it. more you lean <clears throat> that's actually that's a great point. So you also then you can make money. We're in a phenomenal studio, but at the end of the day, this is not a result of chasing money or chasing that. It's it's just you really just being yourself and just doing your thing and ma being active in what you consider to be to be your like safe space, right? I mean, and have the courage to as well because it's not it doesn't feel safe. It doesn't I mean, when I first released my first songs, I wanted to like dig a hole and crawl in it and come back out in a month and then come to realize that nobody really like cares enough to like I mean, I did have some like people trolling my posts. It happens. That moment comes and goes, you know? And that's just like that's also probably just the people who weren't I just don't see you giving a fuck though if someone says something mean about you. Like I would I never want Yeah, I, I just I, you just don't give me that vibe. Like I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's for damn sure. You're my cup of tea. Thank you. Yeah, of course. It's like super spicy. Like when you take like a, a sip of the cup of tea, it's like your whole nose burns and then your eyes are watering. Yeah. But it's like And then you like realize that, it's, it's like fucking that hot nice, sauce. Like burn. It's like, <laughs> oh it's, it's burning so good. Yeah. Why did that sound like sound like an S T D but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean I've never had like an S T D that like burned so really? good. I've never had an S T D that I know about. How often do you get checked? Because you can be asymptomatic. I don't know. The last time I got checked was four months ago. When's the last time you fucked someone? Uh, last week, Thursday. Did you use protection? Absolutely fucking not. I've been fucking her consistently, you know. Oh, cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Does she like your small dick? It's a grower, not a shower. Oh well, you just told us earlier that your dick was small. I know, but I, re I, I backed off that statement. But then you went back on it and said it was big. It's not big. It's here. You want to see a picture? You really got a picture? Yeah, what the fuck? It's 2023. Everybody's got dick pics. I don't. I actually don't have any nudes other than like a accidental nip slip. And then I just started an OnlyFans and was like, nip slip section, $20.
<laughs> so it's like normal photos of me, but like my nipples like popping out and <laughs> just like nip slip. I mean, your nips are. You can buy this nip slip for twenty dollars. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I if I was a chick, I would definitely. Why are people so offended by like freaking your boobs out and your nakedness? Like, I think it's beautiful. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Well, you were the one who said it was small. Well, it's not small. No, it's average. You know. <laughs> edit or don't. Cut, whatever. Edit, take out. Or don't. I don't care if this is in the podcast. For you to like feel awesome, is sex important to you throughout the course of the week or no? I'm a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. We couldn't tell. <laughs> Pretty open about it, actually. I do like to have sex but i'm also like kind of choosy about who i have sex with and so they come very far and few far and few and far between but i do like having sex with myself i actually have a song about that really what's it called high speeds it's talking about having the biggest orgasm of your life while you're going like 120 miles an hour down the road okay. in like a super fast car who's driving and it's just me by myself but it's just like the idea that anything could go wrong and you could just like accidentally like swerve and like it's like having it's like sex. an adrenaline junkie. It's like, yeah, it's like having it's like sex the idea at a that you could die at any moment. It's just not like with family members. So you know sexy. I mean. That's a big thing for a lot of for like some people, not a lot of people. I don't know. It's a big thing for me though. That risque part of things. Yeah. Right. And like the mental health because like if you're just having and like this goes I think for everything. You look forward to seeing those people or that person. Like when they're into the same kind of thing, when there's that sexual chemistry versus when, you know, you got someone that just like lays on their back and you're like, that's great. See you later. You know, I don't think anybody likes a starfish. No, no. I mean, I don't know. I think Ubi's boyfriend does, but I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> Ubi's a starfish. He is a starfish. Look at him. He kind of looks like Patrick from SpongeBob, doesn't he? I could have lived my whole life and not have had that information. <laughs> no, I think you wanted it. <laughs> Did yep. you see my sign out front? No. Oh, when yeah. When you first no. came in? What? The sh uh, trespassers, trespassers will be shot. Will be shot. Well, I didn't get shot, so that's good. I actually only know how to shoot a machine gun right now, but I'm learning my other stuff. Cause, really? Know, there's danger out there. <laughs> no, actually, I, I have the, the neighborhood app. There's, like, gunshots that go off all the time. I heard down the street there was, like, ten guys with guns just, like, broke into one of these houses. There's a uh, That's why I'm like, bring it on, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, that's not good. I might there be is, small, but it's but been I'm happening all over. Too. One of my neighbors just got killed a couple weeks ago by his like uh fucking by her husband. And there it was this couple in just a uh, well, suburb outside. She was killed by her husband. Yeah, they got in some argument and he like he, he like told the police like, Yeah, I thought I just choked her out, but he fucking killed her. Yeah. And then uh, there was a grocery store like two miles from where I lived the other day. Guy like walked in and just lit up the cashier, killed her. It's fucking people are nuts. It's yeah. good to have a gun. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty fucking crazy in America, but it's, I feel like it's even crazy in other countries. Oh, for sure. Like, like Mexico even? No, did you hear about that? Putin like hired some like guy who's like, it's like a private army kind of guy. And then he like tried to like charge him with something so instead of being hired by him he turned around his whole army to just like fucking take over all of fucking russia and then they just paid him off and like made him go away <laughs> <laughs> that that shit just yeah the mercenary 
just happened like this weekend. I just heard about it from my friends last night in the studio. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it is crazy, though. Yeah, like, like nowadays. There's like, actually like modern day fucking pirates. Why do you think people are shooting so many people? Why do you think that's going on? Like, why do you think people are fucking killing other people? Like, are they like, what? what is the reasoning behind all the shooting? The answer is blown in the wind. It really is, man. It really is. Do you have any more bandanas? Who what? Do you have any more bandanas? Yeah, you want one? For later, yeah. I like that bandana, though. What are you doing later? Huh? What are you doing later? I'm going to tie you up with it. Just kidding. You wish. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want to... your wildest dreams. Uh Uh-huh. What else you got music-wise for us? Sorry, if you're going to shoot your shot, you better be able to take the... I'm always... Do you think... Okay, first of all, you have to be able to take the heat from you. going to cut this part. Can I hear another song? You want to hear like a... Like a a romantic one or like another like I don't know I kind of liked it when you were going really hard like yeah dig, yeah I dig it I really do you want to hear a breakup song yeah I I want like I think it's that, a going that's what's hard, hard to breakup pick song with. It's, it's hard to pick with you this is why because your music is like I like it when you're going really hard on stuff because that's the way I I know you I right? got my sweet like romantic side too but this one this Where, I when like do we get to see that song? I get like hard nose hardcore Shelby. Nobody gets the romantic side of Shelby anymore. What the fuck? I think I should get a pass on All that. these motherfuckers turn me cold. It's not me, man. I'm here for you, dog. So this is my last breakup song. It's basically before I show it to you, I'm going to give you a little bit about what, <laughs> what it's about. Okay. Um, when you're like breaking up, you know, your other always wants to like throw it on you and be like, it's your fault. Of course. You're the fucking monster. Like it's you, 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 you. And then so like. It was 100% happened. me and last time. And after a while, I was like. All right, you think I'm the monster? Cool. I'm gonna lean into it. I'll be the monster, and you can be the good guy. And you can run and cry to all your friends and your mommy how much of a monster I am, and I'll be the bad guy for you. I'll take it. When did you write this song? I'm not telling you that. Okay. I'm not putting anybody on blast. I just feel like the time frame, like one of my exes would be like, that was about me. Well, no, I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to get those text messages. I'm just curious if there's still bitterness there. So that's why I like because I like the idea that you wrote that song based off of like it's like a fuck you, but it's a passionate one. You know? Yeah. I like that. How long does it take you to write a song though? Usually, or does it depend on what it is? This one, it took me one night. Really? Yeah. See, that's so I, wild I, I to I me. You can write my, a song I, in a I night. I pop out my my songs really fast. Okay. Like no hesitation. I wrote that in like 20 minutes on the guitar. That's crazy. That's and then I brought it to crazy. a producer, and then he p- added production to it. After you wrote that, and after you like, yeah, I wrote it on the guitar. So a lot of my how I started was I was like writing music on my guitar first. Okay. And then, um, and then I would just basically like I moved to LA, and I'm like, I don't have any recordings of myself. Will you just believe in me and record me? And people are like, thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I like made sure that I could take full advantage of my opportunities. So. I would just write the songs ahead of time so that it, I wasn't going to leave it up to me whether the song turned out not the way I wanted it to. I started working with writers a little later where you start songs from scratch, but then it's always a hit or miss. But either way, it's a hit or miss. Do you want, I can write so like 50 songs and only like 10 of them. When you go with a writer, were you hesitant to do that just because like everything you've done prior to that is you writing? Or was there like a lot of helpful insight there? I really liked it because sometimes I'll write an entire song and then I'll overthink one line. So I wrote this song called Crazy Crazy. And I had this song unfinished 
for like two years because of one line. And then it's just like takes like a writer to sit down and be like, this is literally four words, Shelby. Maybe I have like some sort of fear of finishing the project if it's not the way that I wanted it to turn out. Right. Anyway, I think we're getting a little sidetracked. No, um, do your thing. Here's the breakup song it's called Monster. Here we go. I'm free. I'm actually just like sharing a secret with the world that at night I'd like turn into a gargoyle and go and eat all my uh, ex's hearts. At least you're not like Shrek though. It's a gargoyle. Those are cooler, you know? Yeah. You're not an ogre. I was thinking I was like more of like a dragon. Actually, my best friend, my nickname for her is Baby Dragon. And she just got this tattoo yesterday. Can you come into the frame real quick? This is very, very dope tattoo. Can I just... She got this tattoo last night. Ooh, and she said girl. it for me. She said she got it from me because well, yeah. I'm a baby dragon. I like that. How long did that take? So cool. Three and a half hours. Damn, girl. You're sitting for a minute. Do you have any tattoos? I don't. Neither do I. But it's funny because <coughs> my parents, they're covered in tattoos. Like sleeves, legs, the whole really? nine yards. And like... All my like exes have like face tattoos, like just covered in tattoos. Like I think tattoos are so sexy on men. It's just funny that I don't have any tattoos. But even like my ex with like face tattoos, he's like, "No, you're never getting tattoos. You look great without them." I'm like, "Okay, well, I really appreciate tattoos. I think they're super sexy, but I yeah. don't know how I'd feel about one on me." Yeah, I think it would depend. Like I have this, I have an issue of deciding. A, like I'll be like listening to some music, and you know, you get your, you, you know, all in your shit, and you're like, oh, I'd want this tattoo, and then you wake up the next day, you're like, man, I'm glad I didn't get that tattoo. Yeah. You know, and so I feel like I'm too like wishy washy with it, but I, I, I totally feel that. You I know? switch up my looks, like I switch up my moods. Man, which is we know, dude. Bipolar. We so had I don't know how I'd feel about having the same. Think about that's what body. I'm saying. Think about the sunglass situation before this started. But oh, yeah, we agreed to wear the sunglasses the whole time. I think I look great with sunglasses on. I think you look so fire. Oh, thank you so much. You look beautiful with your bandana and your my sunglasses and your boots. Are those yeah. considered to be boots? Yes. So the thing about me is, is that I'm 4'11". <laughs> Literally. So every single pair of shoes is platformed. This is another thing, Naked Wolf. If you're watching, I love you. I only wear naked wolves because they give me the most platform. Okay. And I'm not sitting around talking to everybody's nipples and belly buttons. They help me elevate to a, a height a little bit higher so that people can see my eyes if I'm standing next to them while we're having a conversation. <laughs> but I always wear these things. When I take my shoes off, people forget how small I am. They're like, whoa, what the hell? You you're are really so small. tiny. And... Yeah, but that's why I'm always wearing these. But it's cool because 
it looks like I'm like standing flat because it's platforms. It's not like I'm wearing heels and fucking up my feet. I have moved furniture in these things. I have gone on hikes like accidentally in you these things because like we weren't planning on going on a hike and we just like ended up doing it anyway. I really, really appreciate Naked Wolves. I think they should sponsor me. I think Is you have Naked some Wolves? like dope style. I love your music. I love where you're headed with your stuff. I think that your attitude is f fucking awesome. Yours and, I, too. and I think it's super dope that mm -hmm. you're like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea because neither am I. And I feel that, but I don't fucking care Nobody if I'm not somebody's is. cup of tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, but I think like your whole swag that you have is just like super cool. And then like, what is the, what's like the next, you know, couple years look like for you? Man, I just want to put out all my music. Yeah. And I don't want to be boxed in by which music I should put out either because I think when you like ask a listener what they listen to they're like everything and so i have like gotten offers to work with people and they're like whoa your music's too all over the place you got like a pop song you got like a hardcore rock song you got a song where you're rapping and it's just like you need to really stick to this and i'm like some of my like favorite freaking artists like gwen stefani doja cat fucking Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, they got rock songs and rap songs on the same album. Because why? Do you think they give a fuck? No. No. They do whatever they want. And you know what? I don't think that everybody who listens to only rap listens to only rap. They listen to everything. So why can't I just have a whole album of all my music? My goal is to release all my music. No, what you just played for me, are either of those released? Sorry, ADHD. Are, huh? are either of those released? No, these are unreal. So that's what I'm saying. Like that, you're a fucking monster, dude. Literally, you're a fucking animal. You're amazing. <sighs> Fuck yeah. And she always is growling. Shelby Carter is forever fucking growling. You go on Instagram, she's growling. Podcast, she is growling. On her music, she will be growling. It's very scary. But you're fucking passionate, dude. And you should release all that stuff because I'm pumped for you. It sounds great. Thank and you. you're working hard and you seem to be like super happy with what you're doing in the space you're occupying right now. Thank right you. so um do you are you cool if i wrap this up because we're, we're like 50 minutes wow so, or that went what, by so we're like fast. we're like 43 minutes all right so on a scale of one to ten how happy would you consider yourself to be right now and then if you're not a 10 what do you think you could do to get yourself closer to a 10 happiness is a constant battle and it's a choice you have to make i think i do have like a lot stuff that happened to me in my past it's very painful stuff that continues to happen i've been through a lot right happiness is a choice it's a battle for me it's it's a constant battle i think it's really important for you to remember especially even when you are battling like how great you're doing and how great we all think you're doing yeah so like dude keep it the fuck up you're killing Thank it you. I and think, i think it's so cool i think the, the the pain like helps me like the music helps yeah, it drives you yeah it drives you and I think the other thing is, too, is it seems like with you, too, it's like it doesn't you don't need more pain for it to drive you. Right. Like what you've already dealt with is already like so in, embedded in like your purpose. But that's not that's not to say that pain isn't going to happen again, because of course not. it does. I you know? guarantee it will. It would be nice to say that I don't need any more pain to write. Um, and it's not like I'm going out and searching for it. But the honest truth is that you're going to experience pain, but that's going to also make you realize the moments and be thankful for the moments when happiness comes. Right. And it's a choice. I agree with that. I agree with that. 
Well, you're a fucking gangster, dude. For real. And I appreciate you coming on this pod. And I appreciate you spending the time with us and inviting you us into your studio here. And I mean, this is awesome. Thanks for letting me pet your dogs. Of course. Take a puppy.